Let's get this okay. going. We're recording. <laughs> okay. We're live. We're live. In the studio. Wait. Hold on. Technical difficulties. <sighs> Welcome back to Spodcast, episode three. Boom. It's we Toby. Hello. Okay. Can you hear us? Henry just kicked over the mic, but we're Technical back. Difficulty. Episode three, number one growing podcast in the world. This podcast. Um, yeah. Any any news for the week? I'm going to go see my first Gonzaga basketball game on Monday. No. I saw one when I was on my official visit here. Oh, snap. Um, but yeah, I remember before I had seen one, that was, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty I remember back then. Um, what's new in the dorm? Uh, 203. HP. Our sure. sweet maid's girlfriend is over for four days. Um, she's valid. What else? We hosted people. We hosted people. Time. Yes, yes. But like an actual group. Girls, of course, mostly. Of course. Um, only. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. We had them out in the common area and we were being loud. And they Passed. made a mess. They made a yeah, absolute mess. I woke up the next morning for practice, and there was like two bags of popcorn <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> shirts, just like cans. I don't know everything. Cans of soda, of course. Soda. Um, lots of, too much. People had too much soda to drink. I think. Yes. Yes, that's what I'll say. Uh, uh quite enough. Henry and I did not have anything to drink. Nothing just to drink. Put it out there. Yep. Um, school news with Gonzaga. Oh, gosh. Um, there's an assignment that I have to do for one of our classes, and in order to do it, I have to volunteer. <laughs> so, I've known since the beginning of the semester. Just a little, just to give us some perspective, I think we're eight weeks, ten. nine, ten? Okay, we're ten weeks into our 15-week semester. And I, like, the first time that it came out, I tried to get a spot, couldn't get a placement through anything, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll go talk to these people in person. And I went and talked to this woman. And she was like, yeah, we'd love to have you volunteer. Why don't we just get your email? And then I'll, like, email it to the school because we have to go through the school. And I was like, okay. And then a week later, I went back, and she said, oh, I gave your email to someone, but I don't know who. And I was like, well, that doesn't help me at all. So then I was like, okay, you know what? I will go directly to the school and try and work backwards to get back to you. And I did. And the school didn't have – you had to talk to these – three interns and the three interns were I swear to god they're only there like for 10 minutes every week because I went in like four times they weren't available I finally met, met up with them they gave me this paperwork that I had to fill out and then I bring it to or actually Ian our sweet mate brought it to the uh, to the woman who we were going to volunteer for and she goes yeah sorry you can't volunteer through us you have to do it through the school and we're like yeah that's what we're doing right now we just need you to sign off on it. And then apparently the woman got really mad. Um, I don't know. Ian's not exactly the world's most reliable storyteller. So who knows? Um, <laughs> and, then, um, and then he got shut down. So we are 10 weeks in. I spent about six weeks trying to get this volunteering opportunity. And it has just been shut down. Um, and I need it to do an assignment for work or for school. Well. Two assignments, yes, actually. two assignments. And the teacher's like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, the teachers are very, they're very understanding. That they're like, you're doing everything right. 
However, you're still going to fail the assignment because yeah. you can't turn it in. So kind of a, a cold shoulder there. Uh, yeah. God, that sucks. Man, it's amazing how hard it is to volunteer. I don't understand why it is so challenging. Free labor. Yeah, you show up to a place and you say, hey, yeah, we'd like to volunteer for you. Here's some paperwork that you just need to fill out. And the, apparently the woman just goes, nope, not today. Yep, or ever. Yeah. Emphasis on the ever. Uh, anything new with the gym and rowing? Uh, well, uh, that's what I have in my notes. I'll tell you what's new. It is freaking cold in Spokane. Uh, we had our first snow on Friday, I believe. Well, I'm really snow, though. Well, there was snow on the grass. Yeah, I guess so. And then yesterday we got snowed on again, kind of? Yeah, we were sitting at a soccer game, and we got, I want to say soft hail. It's, like, that's, yeah, that's the best, yeah, that's the best way to put it. It was, it was beads of snow falling on us, but it didn't hurt, and they were falling slowly. They were very light. It was like packed snow yeah. falling on us. But, I mean, some of those were probably like a they were pretty big. quarter inch round? Uh, no, not even close, but... Eighth inch? Maybe maybe a quarter centimeter. Nah, I don't know about that. Let me go. I'm going to put it down right now. Half this, centimeter. This, this is a fish, the fish tail. It's not the fish story, whatever. It was this big. <laughs> now, they weren't that big, but yeah, interesting weather. Um, it's going to get down to 15 degrees a couple times this next week. Yeah. Uh, the highs are in the mid-30s, and <laughs> yeah, not looking forward to it. We, I biked. Henry ran yesterday. And we kind of agreed it was the last one of those this, for, for a long time. future. Yep, because I... Eight miles of cold. Yeah, eight <laughs> miles of very cold. Um, and the wind, oh my god. The wind has been crazy. Oh. I swear the gusts yesterday felt like they were like 10 mile an hour gusts. Oh, what? 10 miles an hour? What were you going to say? Like 40? 40 miles an hour. Put this down. I just right now. I think uh, I ran eight miles in forty miles an hour winds. Uh, gusts up to forty miles an hour. I'm pretty sure, like, if the wind is below like five miles an hour, you can't feel it. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Okay. Well, that would explain. I mean, I'll tell you what, guys. When you're running against the wind, I literally it, it felt like I was walking through quicksand. And, yes. You know, it was, it was like, oh my god. Yes. And then we turned around and ran back, and it was. It was. Like, one step, I yep. swear to God, I was going, like, twice my normal stride length. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was pretty great to be on the bike for. I, uh, <laughs> it was hard. I was trying to, you know, use my phone and be on the bike for, like, maps and stuff, and I was getting blown all over the place. Um, yeah, yeah not, not, not a fun time. And I have those, you know, I have that big body frame. Um, so the wind affects me more than others. Anyways, okay. Um, politics. I have officially almost voted. In my hand is my ballot for the midterms. Oregon midterms. Um, yeah, it was really underwhelming. I got my ballot. I'll, I'll, I'll describe it for you. I got my ballot, and then I filled it out, and now it's sitting in an envelope, and it needs to be mailed. Whether that will happen or not, it will happen. But when it's going to happen, I don't know. But It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I filled out a ballot. I have not voted. Um, that's the political update. Yeah. I voted for the Democrat governor, Kotek, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on that. <sighs> politics. Yep. 
Uh, what else? Uh, Roth IRA. I'm up 1.22% in the last day. I don't know what I'm up. But yeah. The same amount. About. Actually, yeah. a bit below that. Um, I'm still down quite a bit in the grand scheme of things, but I'm looking good for now. He's on the come up. Um, and then last section of the introduction is woman. What's wow. new? Um, like we said, we had like six plus or six or more, at least six girls over the other night. At least. At least. Oh, it must have been. I think it was six each. Was that, is that what I remember? No, but it was at least six total. Uh, no, we had seven at one, eight, wait. We had at least eight, right? Yeah. Eight okay. girls over, four guys. You do the math. You do the math there. Um, two rooms plus the common area. <laughs> um, anyways, today for our podcast, I wanted to talk about Gonzaga parties. Okay. Um, yeah, we just came off of a wild Halloween weekend a week ago, and uh, <laughs> we've had some time to reflect on that. And I gotta be honest, the parties here are just like not fun. No. Um, yeah, every single time we've been to one, you show up and it's a like you just stand at the gate and they're like, you're not allowed in. And then you stand there for long enough and they're like, oh, come on now in. Now you can come in because <laughs> you know someone who someone I know knows. It's like. Yeah. You just need some connection. They let in the most random people, and then you get in, and it's a bunch of people standing there with like, I don't know. They don't. People don't even drink at the parties. Yeah. So what I what I've noticed is a lot of people pregame. Yeah. Um, and then they get to a party, and I would say that they're probably pretty drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of just write it out. Yep. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. This is the thing is, I haven't really drank. I, yeah, I would, I would I would, go so far as to say, I, I don't think that I would consider myself having drank since I've been here, really. Yeah. Um, the, the party's pretty lame when you're sober. <laughs> yes, yes. No, they, 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 I mean, considering how lame they are when you're not sober, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a bunch of people standing there, and there's, like, the party on Halloween weekend that we went to the big one uh there was like a garage and there was a mosh in there but it was like way too tight so yeah. you it was you kind of just got shoved around in there and getting in or out was a disaster it was like people give you really bad looks if you're just trying to get by them it was like really yeah what's yeah. the problem like you can feel that there is no room here yeah you know i have to move you a little bit to get by and the other thing is is if i want to bust a move there isn't space <laughs> yeah there simply the isn't space for me to bust a move in the middle of the dance floor and you know that's what i'm looking for at a party um well said yeah they also i mean no drinking games really no drinking games yeah see that's more of a kickback thing um, i don't know loud music people i would say the other thing that i will say is when people are drunk they are so annoying oh my god every single time we go out here's how it goes one person has too much to drink and just makes it everyone else's problem they just like what are you gonna do it's like <laughs> and then the conversation is just oh my god they had so much to drink and it's like yeah okay they did <laughs> uh, <laughs> what now and it's just oh god um i was talking more about like you're at a party someone oh. walks up to you they're like hey what's your name every time Correct. yep we met uh 
curious Borg, <laughs> a character at a party. We met this guy maybe three times. <laughs> three times within five minutes. Yeah, and he was just so excited every time he met us. Yes, it was awesome. I mean, first time he met us, he was like, "Oh, that's cool." Second time he was like, "I swear to God, we've seen each other before." I think the third time was he the one that I said we were from a different. Yes, place than we third were? time yeah. Toby said we were from Portland, Maine. And then told him that he has a really nice cabin somewhere in Portland, Maine. I know, a really nice cabin in, in Vermont. Yes. Yeah, wow. And the guy just ate it up. Yep. Um, we'll see Curious Borg, I'm sure, at some point. I don't know where. Yeah, and you don't retain names. You don't actually meet people. Yeah, no. Um, maybe if you hit it off well with the people who like own the house, you get to do another party at some point. But that's like the only benefit. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe once I get to know the students sober a little bit better, then when you see them drunk, it's yeah easier. But um, in high school, it was just so easy because it was such a small thing usually, and it was like everyone was playing pong. Yeah. And then you guys would just like talk and hang out around that. Yeah. Uh, or like go outside and it would be, but you know everyone. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you knew you knew people, and you could just talk. Mm-hmm. Um. It is nice. I mean, you could. I will say the nice thing about the party scene is you can walk everywhere. Yes. Oh yes. Um, Everything is within a probably a half mile, three quarter mile of our dorm. Uh, mile. Yeah, it's a mile. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you kind of just party hop. You go to one place, you don't get in. You go to another place, you don't, don't get, get in. in. <laughs> you go to another <laughs> you place, go back. <laughs> you don't get in. You go back to the first place, don't get in, and then it's like, look at us, we're in college. <laughs> 11 30 and i'm ready to go to bed <laughs> yep 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 um yeah i think my go-to move is i've told you a little bit about this but i get to the rowing house and they have a nice dance floor with lasers and the smoke machine and all that stuff it doesn't matter how many people are in there i just like get up on the bar they have a, i don't know they have a bar there um nobody works it it's just exists and i get up on there and i just dance and it's awesome um, and then, you know, if I want to talk to people, I think that's the nice thing is I know people so I can like converse, converse, you know, I get off the bar. They're like, wow, you're really good at dancing. And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about rowing or something. <laughs> but I know them. That's the point. Um, happens more often than you'd think, but yeah, I'm realizing, I don't know. Also the, the music at these parties. Oh, terrible. It's, it's horrible. It's terrible. It's yeah. I, this is, this is what I was saying. I don't know if we just have not been exposed to a lot of music or if I legitimately like just did not listen to music at parties or if people here just have really bad taste. But I think it's just party culture. It's it's terrible. But there's no there's no way people are listening to that on their own. Like I don't know. I don't know. I think two thousands music is a great just like even if you don't know it, but like that style of music is great for parties. Or eighties. Or eighties music. Fantastic. Something that's just stupid repetitive and you can just yep. sing and dance. Yep. Rap? No. I the problem with rap is um any rap that's come out is like two thousand ten <laughs> out of my out of my I would not even be able to tell you. Um Yeah. My wheelhouse has a very select amount of rap in it, and that rap is in a very select. Uh, it is Cole. J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, Tribe Called Quest. Doom. 
No, I don't okay. see Doom. Biggie, Tupac. Okay, so that yeah, but that's nothing new, really. Um, yeah, funny story. None, none of this I really consider new. Yeah. Um, I don't. I just don't listen to rap in general. I think there's a time and a place for it, but I don't care about the artists. And oftentimes, I you know go into rap caviar on I'm Spotify shocked. and I open it up and it's like Megan Thee Stallion, and it just Spotify just gets closed. Yeah. Like whenever I try to listen yeah. to rap, it's something that I just I just can't listen to. But then you need to find like those those party rappers. You know what I mean? Yes. There's a different people aren't playing Megan Thee Stallion at parties. They're playing Lil something. Lil Megan Thee Stallion. Lil Megan Thee Stallion. They're playing like small rapper. Like this is this is what I'll say. Rap is so interesting to me because take off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rap is so interesting to me because I was I was big time into rap like uh, eighth grade. Freshman, sophomore year, I would say. Pretty fair analysis. No? Tim's going to shake his head on that one. I don't know. Seventh, eighth? Freshman? <laughs> what? I don't remember. Uh, Uh-oh. He's laughing at me. No. No. Okay. No. I'm going to say seventh, eighth. Seventh through freshman year. Okay. I was going to say, that would be when I listened to hip-hop and rap. Why are you laughing? I don't understand. <laughs> What is so funny? I just don't remember you listening to rap. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That's fair. That's you don't, so I didn't talk to you about it. Yeah. Lana J. Cole, Lana Kendrick, Lamar. Um, that okay. was pretty much it. I mean, I tried to expand my horizons. I listened to, like, 90s more than I listened to pretty much anything else. Um, but I will say this. Then I met someone who didn't listen to rap, and we hung out all the time, so I just stopped listening to rap. And then they got into rap, like, uh, I don't know, junior year. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I kind of erased this from my library. Like, I haven't yeah. listened to this. And I realized that I just didn't really like it that much when I came back to it. Mm-hmm. Music is a lot different for me than, I'd say, most hip-hop is um, executed. Like, I don't want to just have to listen to a song. I want to be able to sing along. Yes. And I want to be able to, like discover something new about the song every time i listen to it mm-hmm. well i think there is that in rap but it's not to the extent that there is in other music another well, thing is is no. I, I, I i i how do people sit down and listen to like a rap album um okay I, so i can speak to that okay <clears throat> given i am a professional hip-hop listener okay no i'm not talking about kendrick okay kendrick's albums are kendrick and j cole that that's like a different type of rap Yes, 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 yes. I, I couldn't sit down with Travis Scott unless I could not listen to that. Song. Sorry, sorry. What album is it? The McKnight? Um, uh, oh, God. Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Could not sit down on that one. Um, no. Anything, I will say this. It feels like songs that are produced to be made or listened to at a party, usually that album has a, is not very fun to mm-hmm. listen through mm-hmm. um i'd say it's more of like if an artist is making something and it seems like they're actually interested in it then you can get behind the whole album mm-hmm. um, but when it's just like bass and like auto-tune oh god and I'm very so loud oh dude and you listen to like 2000s rap that's like there was a lot of auto-tune there oh. no there was not compared it to now okay i'm thinking of like lil wayne and t-pain yes <laughs> different type of rap again anyways um i will say this the other thing is, like, 
there is a time and a place for hip hop. It is not when I am doing homework. It is not when I am showering. Like that's why would I be listening to hip hop in the shower? I don't know because you know what? When I'm in the shower, I, no, I gotta be singing along. Okay, can you not sing to hip hop? Hip hop is like. Hey, we're not on Spotify. Let's see. What is what is hip hop? I'm pretty sure hip hop and rap are pretty much synonymous. No, that's like Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Anaconda. This this is on a uh, Spotify. Oh, hip hop. Let's see. Pop twenty twenty two. Drake. Yeah, so it turns out hip hop does suck. Um, <laughs> modern hip hop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I guess this is the whole the hip hop. I'm not talking about rap. He's talking about hip hop. I'm talking about hip hop. Apparently, modern hip hop. This is the so the, really, like, so Dojo, rap would be rock star. Rap would be like very intensive lyrical, right? Where you're hearing some guy or or girl, I guess, like hitting you with lyrics for whatever five minutes, right? That would be considered rap. Hip hop is going to be more like there's going to be a chorus. Yeah. There's going to be. Uh, We're going to keep coming back to. Some, yeah. Yeah. There's going to be like maybe a, um, like a standard musical background, right? Whereas like rap could have like maybe a transition into whatever because it's probably more story driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, and I don't really have, I don't know, I just don't really have the drive to listen to it anymore. Yeah, it, it, it does take work, um, and I feel like the payoff is very small. And, and, and then and I listen to, to someone else, and it's like, oh, so much better. So much better, yeah. No, and it's like you listen to rap, and it's, I don't know, it, there's just too many misses. There are hits. There are songs that I listen oh, to, and I'm like, this is songs. fire. This, they're great this songs. It's amazing, but it's just hard when there's just better stuff out there. Well, and the other thing is, is rap can hit a part of your brain that other music sometimes can't. Yes. Well, it's like that re- the repetitive like super hype rhythm sometimes that's great and sometimes that's like awesome like this is what i need not most of the time mm-hmm. what, I'll, what i'll say is i do a lot of um well working out being <laughs> on like crew um so i have a lot i spend a lot of time with my headphones in and it's been that way for the last couple of years um but while i'm doing a workout which is loud music with bass heavy yeah Something which is, to which keep is a lot of hip hop, but it's one of those things where if I'm not working out, I can't listen to it. And maybe yeah. it's because it makes me think you need to like, work think out. Think I need to work out or something like that. But you know, I'll go work out. I'll go put on crap music, absolutely terrible music. Um, that's kind of embarrassing, quite honestly. It, whether it's you know like really electronic or hip hop or rap or whatever. But then I like get out of the workout mode and I just can't listen to it. So it's like I do listen to hip hop, just not most of the time i don't know how to put that there's like again like what you were saying there's a time and a place there's definitely a time and a place and it's not most of the time well okay so let's let's talk about so like for example if i put on sturgill simpson okay i have listened to his albums innumerable times like i could not tell you every single time i listen to one of his albums i hear something new every single song and it's awesome it's so cool because it's like you wouldn't think that it could be that in depth because it's just whatever like a dude singing an instrumental background and 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 the instrumental is so impressive that like you can tune out his voice and just listen to the background noise and it is amazing 
or you can listen to what he's saying and you can like track it and it's amazing i don't get that with rap anymore and i did get that like the pippa butterfly was awesome that was an amazing album good kid mad city amazing album every time i listen to him there's something new every time i listen to him like i was able to pick out usually something new in the lyrics usually something new in the background but now i just don't really have the drive to pay that much attention to the lyrics with a Kendrick Lamar song. Yeah, I did a uh, project on Damn, junior year of high school. And I like listened to every single song and like analyzed the lyrics from a bunch of them uh-huh. and like went through and I was like, oh my God, this is like awesome. Yeah. And I watched a bunch of like YouTube analysis and analyses on the album and all that stuff. Like what's going on in the songs? What do they mean? Those things are deep. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is Those, amazing. He's an amazing it artist. Is, he released, maybe, in the, did he release an album recently? Yeah, it was... Uh, the steppers yeah, i forget what it was i forget what it was i forget the song i forget the lyric but there was something where like it, there was like four meanings to one lyric and that's oh, like really? one line of one song it was yeah like, and it's it's just insane and it's well first of all i don't think all rap has that mr moral and the big steppers that's yeah not all rap has that that's what i was trying to say like i didn't listen to I, like yeah all rap i pretty much just listened to j cole and yes Kendrick. The other thing is, is that rap is really unrelatable for us, for us being, you know, East Moorlanders. Um, yeah, maybe it's the fact that we don't drink lean or don't own, own like big firearms or I don't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but shots like, fired. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I, like I hear them talk about this stuff and it's like, oh yeah. Like, I'm sure if I lived in the hood and I, like maybe i don't know it just it's it's very i remember i had this debate um with one of our friends moms wow who colin's mom okay eighth grade year she said why do you guys listen to that music if you can't relate to it and i was like that's a great point because most of music is about how you connect and relate to the music right however at the time i was like the 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 point is, is that even if I can't relate to it, it's such an amazing storytelling um, medium. Like, there is so much potential for how you share your interpretation and interaction with the world that it makes it worthwhile to listen to, even if you can't relate directly to it. Hmm. That was my point at the time. Now, I've had, you know, whatever, five years to think on that. <laughs> um, it's been in your, in your head rent-free for quite some time. <laughs> I agree. I think it is a great medium for telling stories. The more time goes by, the less I can relate to it. Or mm-hmm. I couldn't ever relate to it, but the more I realize that I can't relate to it, the less desire I have necessarily to yes. to seek that out. I guess I guess what what I'm realizing now is that like if I'm gonna sit down and listen to something, it's probably because I want to like think about it and like relate to it and like feel something from the music. Yep. But when I listen to rap, it's when I'm working out when the whole goal is to feel nothing. <laughs> and to just have noise. So I guess what I'm using rap for isn't so much like the storytelling aspect of it or the story. Yeah. Which is kind of like what I look for in music when I sit down and listen to it. But like when I'm working out, it's more just loud. Is it loud? Is it bass? Is it, yeah. is it this, you know, does it get me motivated enough? But it's, yeah, it just sitting down with that is just not, it's not fun for me, but, but it yeah. does, it does serve a purpose. But I'll say like to that point, um every time and i've I've said this to you a thousand times 
every time I put on a song from To Pimp a Butterfly, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta listen to this album. Like, I love listening to that full album because it's a piece of art. It is a piece of art. And it's amazing how well someone can, like, write whatever it is, 11 songs. Mm-hmm. Each of them, compl- not completely different, but different. And have a, a narrative throughout. Okay, yes, yes. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that, like, you don't see that through everything. And it's really cool to see it when it happens through music. That's what I like about Stuart Simpson. He does the same thing. Like, each album is a project. I would say the same about, like, J. Cole and the same about Kendrick Lamar. I haven't found many other artists that are like that for me with rap and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And J. Cole talks about that. Like, he, he talks about his earlier albums. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. I was, was like, engineered to be successful songs. Right? Like, songs that are just, yep. like, catchy, repetitive yep. noise. And then as he, I guess, developed, he goes back and he's like, yeah, no, I didn't want to do that. Like, that's what um, Let Nas Down, that whole song is about. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing with music is that, like, when they release an album, they know what the hit song is going to be. Yeah. Like, you, re- you drop an album, it's like, okay, this song is going to make people go crazy. Or at least, you know, like, like what I've heard. Um, and, you know, th- there are some songs that it's like, okay, this might be good. But th- there's also songs where it's like, this is not... Nobody's listening to this at a party. People are going to listen to this because they love me as an artist yeah. and because they love what I am I have to say in this they, song. Yeah, they want to hear what this song has to say. I'm never going to put on... I can't even think. Uh, here, I'm, I'm going to pull up a Kendrick album. Let's see. I'm going to pull up Damn because that's the one that I'm most familiar with. Um, like I'm probably never going to put on Ya on its own. Uh, I, don't, I didn't even know that song. Right? But when you listen to the album, it's like, oh, it's... I didn't listen to that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I never listened to Damn. Okay. I never sat down and listened to Damn. As someone who has listened to Damn, I'm never putting on Ya, probably. Yeah. Just because it's, like, not really... A, it's not a standalone song, but in the album, it has a place, and it's like, okay. And it makes sense. It's like, you, you listen to this song. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No? no? Uh, okay. So anyway. Um... Yeah. No, I mean, what I listened to off that album, it was like Element and uh, DNA. Humble, DNA. Pride. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, these are really cool songs. And then now that I'm a little older, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, this is like serious gang violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-listen to this album tonight. That's going to be my goal. Um, but yeah, like, I, like, like I'm saying, like... When I was younger, it was like, this is cool. Even if I can't relate, it's cool to, like, see this aspect. And now that I'm a little bit older and, like, we've been learning so much about, like, social justice and, like, inequity and, like, okay. how everything has been, like, pretty much stacked against people of color in America. You, you look at these artists and it's like, it's like, like, that's terrible that you would have to live through that. Like, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And speaking of uh, black oppression... This is a perfect segue into the movie that we watched last night. Hey, we watched Black Klansman. Black Klansman. It was my fourth time, Henry's first. Yep. Oof. Yeah, that's heavy. That, that man, every time I watch that, it's like, it's a little bit worse. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. The way that they write it just makes the KKK seem just so, like, unfathomably racist. Like, just, like, so stupid. Just, like. But they are. They are. No, they are. But it, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, as someone who's never been to a meeting, I don't know like what is said in there. But like the, the way that they talk is like it just makes no sense. 
and yeah, I don't know. That that movie is just like insane. Yeah, let's okay. Just for perspective, like I went into it and I thought it was a comedy movie, and there are comedic aspects. And as yeah. a movie is is more comedic. It's, yeah, it's a funny the writing funny movie. Is not is not a comedy based writing movie. Like it's a serious movie with comedy troops on how ridiculous some of the situations yeah. are. And real quick for those of you who haven't watched the movie, basically, um, in Colorado Springs, Rapids or Springs, Colorado Rapids. I think it's Colorado Springs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Colorado Springs, uh, black man gets hired to the police department, and what he ends up doing is getting on the phone with the KKK and joining a chapter, and then they send a white man in his place yeah. um, to be a part of said chapter. Um, and basically, he talks to them on the phone, the white guy talks to them in person, and they stop a, uh attack, basically. Yeah, a bombing. Uh, at the end, of bombing. Well, they don't stop it. That's the thing. They don't, but they they pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, it, the, the whole story is that a black man infiltrates the KKK. Um, that's kind of the yeah, and then like, they're able to like just, analyze what's yeah, going on. Yeah, learn a bunch about what's going on, how to um, do that. It is interesting though because like the cops have like their eye on the KKK and they have their eye on the African American African American protests, which is I don't know, it's just it's interesting. Well. Like, I really enjoyed at the beginning, you know, they're like, well, I think it was Woodrow Wilson said the Black Panthers are the single greatest threat. To oh, Alec Baldwin? No, no, no. It no. was, like, Woodrow Wilson, like, the president of the United States of America. Yeah, but at the, at the at that first scene? Alec, Alec Baldwin is not Woodrow Wilson. He was, yeah, he was an he was actor. He KKK guy. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. No, Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson, like, real life. Oh, he's yeah, quoted yes, as saying, "Yes, like, yes, the Black Panthers are like the number one greatest domestic threat facing America." I think it was during the Cold War he said that, or something like that. Um, <laughs> and we are gonna get so <laughs> we're gonna get so many auto corrections on this. We're one. gonna get some fact checks. Uh, uh, but Port Mains, one of the presidents said, "Black Panthers are the like single greatest yes. domestic threat to America." I believe internal. Yes. That's what a domestic threat is. I know, but that's the word that he used. Okay. And <laughs> then, like, we, we went through this, I think it was junior year, and the Black Panthers were responsible for, like, 0.000001% of all yeah. any sort of violence or something like that. It was, like, yeah. ridiculously small. Yep. To the point where it's, like, the only way that you're making that claim is if you are either racist or so set against... I. I I don't know. I think you'd have to be racist. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, I think you would have to be. Uh, man, at the end, also, I yeah. mean, God, they showed the scenes of, like, the protests in 2017. Yeah. And that was heavy. That is heavy. The last scenes, um, basically, there's a cross burning, and there's, like, a KKK rally around it, and they start doing their prayer stuff and chants and then it cuts to the 2017 protests of the people marching in charlottesville in charlottesville and that is insane oh that is intense it's uh, insane yeah that was that's just heartbreaking yeah oh i mean i'm not gonna lie i've never cried during a movie i was close last night oh dude I was I, close I, last like night. if that had gone on for maybe 10 more seconds yeah yeah that was like, bad. That was oh my god. You was watching me like, how are people filled with this much hate? Yes. Like, what the hell? And and they it's like 
what do you gain? Like, seriously, like, take a step back. Say you murder every single minority, right? Okay. It's just uh, Aryan. Pure Aryan blood. Just, pure Aryan Christian blood. That's just, it's just pure Aryan Christian blood. What the hell have you gained? Nothing. You've gained nothing. Because yes. guess what? Society's still going to have its problems. You're still not going to agree with everyone on everything. And, and yeah, I think the, the hard part is, is then what minority do you like? Yeah, who are you getting up on at that point? Because you have to gang up on someone because your entire mentality for your entire life has been... The reason my life sucks is because of someone else. else. Yeah. And now it's like, wait a second, okay. I'm <laughs> still working the same job. Hold on, I, I still can't get women to look at me. Like, what's the problem here? Probably you need to shave. That's what I'll say. Probably. Ugly, ugly mustache. Probably need to shave your face, and probably you also need to shave down there. Which brings us to our first ad for Manscaped. The <laughs> oh. lawnmower 4.0 is out. Oh. Important to keep yourself clean. The holiday season is around the corner. Buy it for your son. Buy it for your friend. Buy it for your roommate. Whoever you'd like. Lawnmower 4.0 <laughs> and Manscaped support 203 and Company. I'm not really sure that was the right moment for an ad read. <laughs> that was. Well. We'll see how much they pay us for that one. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. Um, they're not actually sponsored yet, but no people. I mean, we're getting lots of emails about sponsorships. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we just haven't been able to accept any yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another scene in the movie that got me was there's a really racist cop. Um, I mean, that's kind of his personality. Is, it's just being racist. And there were like uh, the well, Ron Stallworth. Stallworth. The black man who makes it into the police force. Um, he asked them, he said, why, why, you know, why is he still here? He's clearly racist. And they're like, well, he's always been a bad cop, but he's family. Um, and it's one of those yeah. things where it's like, yeah, you can't report him because he's a cop and I'm also a cop and we're brothers. But it's like, what he's are you? Racist. He's racist. You know, he's racist. He's doing bad things. And he always has been yeah. the way that you talk and, about and it. And they said that he shot like a kid. Yeah. He shot a kid in the back. Yeah. Like that. He claimed he had a gun. He had nothing. And it's like, okay, so he's your brother? Like, what's, what are you scared of? I don't understand. Why do you need to support that? Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, yeah, because, I mean, that was, I'd say that was one of the more, I mean, obviously what they're going for is they were comparing yeah. the two, like, brotherhoods, quote, yes. unquote, of, like, the KKK and then the African-American, like, student union. They were mirroring them. And then you also had the police force which was a little bit less mirrored, but still, yeah. like, it same wasn't, vein. It wasn't focused almost. on as much, but it yeah. was there. Yeah. Um, and and how, like, the, the people in the Black Student Union were like, we have to stick together. We can't let them get to us. And then the people in the KKK were like, well, why don't we just get to them? <laughs> yeah, like, we need to get to them. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, the whole movie, you know, you're watching both perspectives, and... And both sides seems to be set that the only way to do it is to go, like, through what their brotherhood is doing. And then, just because they're so mirrored, like, they're never going to make it anywhere. But, I mean, obviously, you can't work with the KKK. They're never going to make it anywhere. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then you had, like, the brotherhood of the police force. And <clears throat> they were, like, kind of trying to do the right thing. But at the end, you know, it was, like, maybe, maybe the police chief was a little bit racist. And maybe well, that's why they should. So at the end of the movie, um, again, they stop the bombing or kind of stop it. They, the movie runs its course. The, and then um, the like 
the chain of the police force that did that, the Ron Stallworth yeah. um, and his white counterparts, um, they get like defunded. And they're like, what do you mean we just got defunded? This is amazing. Like we just, yeah. like we we're are infiltrated in, into a chapter. we can only yeah. do more. We've infiltrated a chapter of the KKK and like we can do it again. And they're like, oh, budget cuts. It's like, yeah, that seemed a, that seemed a little bit racist to me. Yeah, I, I, it seemed like there was a little bit of. I think they were trying to get at like, the white people didn't want to know. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, nobody wants to say no, so they kind of like tiptoe around it, and it's like, oh, well, we don't have the budget to fund this. Yeah, and I don't know. They weren't using many resources in the movie at all. They were using each other and a phone. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the budget cuts are, but I guess that's kind of just more of just like a. An example of what we see today. Like, unreal. And the anti-Semitic stuff. I didn't know that KKK was so set against Yeah. They were so anti-Semitic. I, I had no idea. Um, it's, I, I thought the uh, there was a I debate mean, in there. Um, how, do I, how do I describe this? Uh, the white man who infiltrated the KKK is Jewish. And his name is... His what's, name? What's his act, Philip, what's actor? Philip. Oh, uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. So Adam Driver infiltrates the KKK, um, and he was talking with one of the members about the Holocaust, and he goes, like, the member is like, I think it's totally faked. Like, eight million Jews just disappeared off the world, and Adam Driver goes, I think it's the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. And it's kind of funny how there's that disagreement where it's like, which one is worse? But, like, they're both horribly anti-Semitic, but it's like, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah. The, the different paths to anti-Semitism. Because Adam Driver's just having to, like, one-up. Yeah. However <laughs> absurd the KKK member is, Adam Driver has to be just a little bit more absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. Like, it just kind of, like, it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. blows my mind. And another thing is, so we finish the movie, um, and whatever, hop on our phones, and then we have an email from Gonzaga yep. talking about, like, anti-Semitic stuff that was written on the wall. Uh, or graffitied on one of our walls, and I don't know. It kind of brought it full circle. It, it really, I just, yeah. It was like, I mean, just the timing was just like, oh my god, like this isn't this isn't a like, oh, in Charlottesville in 2017, you know, this was happening, you know, in the 1960s, this was happening. It's like, no, we were 150 right feet away from. A yep. place where people wrote something along the lines of the Holocaust didn't happen. Um, I think it was that. But, like, yeah. Like, it's it's just insane. I, I don't know. Because, so I'm thinking back, like, so we went to high school together. And our freshman year, there was all sorts of, like, stuff happened. Like, there was. Oh, it was all the time. It was, it was like. Four years. The bathrooms were, like, littered with graffiti. It was anti-Semitic, I want to say, right? Yeah, it was. I think it was. And then there was a little bit of stuff targeting African Americans, and then there was a noose. Okay, so that, that wasn't actually a noose. It was not. No, it, it was, was a wire. No, it, wasn't. it was a cord. It was. It was actually a rope, uh, tied in a rock, a rock climbing knot. Like it was. It was like a clove hitch or something. Uh, some. I don't know. I heard. I heard from someone. Garrett? No. 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 Someone goes to Cleveland. That that one I heard was actually debunked. It was like that just, one was actually just debunked. a rope that somebody was using yeah, to try and like climb up. But it was like at the end of the year to the point where it was like yeah, so much had happened. Yeah. Every week it was like 
something. The counselors are going to be available for at lunch, if, <laughs> or yeah, at lunch if you'd like to talk about how you feel about this. And it's I don't know. And and the, the thing is like, I mean, first of all, obviously, the two of us are not going to pick up on everything that's yeah. happening because we are white males. But when I spoke to people around me at school, when I spoke to people that I knew at school. No one that I knew, like, was giving me vibes of, like, yes, I'm racist. Yes, I would, like, post this to, like, be anti-Semitic. And so the thing is, like, it, that type of stuff makes me wonder, are people just acting out just to get attention? Yeah. Like, I don't even think that they have any, any prejudices against whatever minority they're going against, necessarily. I mean, I'm sure there are people that did, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But... I feel like some of those were just to act out. And you watch something like this, and it's like, it doesn't matter. It's still so harmful. Yeah. Like, you just don't do it. Like, what the hell? Why are you doing that? Yeah. As funny as it is, or as cool as it is to be like, I don't even know if I would say it's cool when you get an email from the principal that says, you know, so, I was the one that wrote that. Yeah. Like, it's like, what the hell? Um, yeah. I don't think that makes you cool, really. Maybe I'm missing something. Um, but, but yeah, it's just like, it's horrible. It's terrible. Over and over again. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you kind of see it. You also kind of see it in women's sports. Like, I mean, you didn't go to as many games as I did, but it'd be like every once in a while, like I go to a volleyball game and either the opposing team or the team that like we were visiting at Mm -hmm. would be like, uh, they'd be like, Oh like, you can't do that because you're a fat bitch slut. And he's like, what the hell? Like, what does that have to do with the game? What does that have to do with the crowd was saying that? Or did yes. It? Like, there can... was... Okay, I need an example. Okay, so... Oh, my God. Like, okay. like what happened before that like, was... Let's, t- let's talk about, like... So, let's say, at a basketball game, let's say a girl misses, like, a three. Okay. Right? Instead of being, like, you can't shoot those, or, like, whatever, like... Oh, in your eyes, whatever. Yeah. Normal shit talk. It would be like, it'd be like you probably can't get it up there because you're, like, so busy fucking so many men or something like that. It was just like, what? Obviously that was not. Obviously that, I didn't do your job. Honestly, <laughs> I was slick. But you know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. something where it was like, what? Yeah. Just like making. Yeah, that's yeah. No, I see what you mean. That was super weird too. I don't know. I will say this. I, I never got that at tennis. For some reason, no one, no one's ever should tell you. I think that was a lack of crowd. Um, I never got that at cross country either. <laughs> um, you know, maybe maybe there was a, a person or two that actually cared enough about my tennis match to start yelling something mean at me, but I never <laughs> I never caught it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. Just like being disrespectful for no reason. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. I mean, yeah. When you're, it, yeah, it's like. I feel like it's also it's also something that's hard to talk about because there's not an easy solution. No. And a lot of people like to talk about the easy solution, and it's just like. Yeah, I don't even know what would the easy solution would be. Uh, yelling at posting, games? having a link to a fundraiser in your Instagram bio and posting something on your Instagram. Yeah. Therefore, you're anti-racist, and it's like. Yeah. Um, I know you don't have Instagram, so you don't see that. I don't have Instagram. I don't know. Everyone everyone seems to be like, oh, 
you know, it'd be so much easier if this happened. And it's like, yeah, but like, we got to get to there. Or like, so it all be over. I mean, we could just do this. It, it could be, but uh, like you have to work to get. To yeah, you have to work. I don't know. People don't want to put in work. No. <laughs> People are not working for it. That is actually something for what it's worth. The honor seminar. Yeah. That we talk about so so negatively. Uh, we had a lesson where they were talking about you know if every single racist person in the world was just like no longer snapped racist. away or was no longer racist. Yeah. The world would still be racist. Um, yeah. I or think... like the societal like the deep rooted racism in society just like they would still be there. Well, they're, yeah. They're, they're, the the point that they were making was like it's not at this point it's not a racist mentality of an individual. Yes. It's the racist systems that we have set up as a society. Yes. Um, I'm forgetting the examples that they used. Um, oh, God. I want to say it was like finding was a house. Because it's like, at this point, it's not like, let's talk about like redlining. Like, okay. They're yep. saying like, let's say you went to the banks and you erased all people who were racist at a bank mm-hmm. for approving a home loan. You're still going to have if an African-American family came to a bank for a home loan, they're still way more likely to get turned down or get a way worse rate mm-hmm. because they're living in a neighborhood that is yes. like evaluated as a lower property value. Yes. Even like even if you erase yeah, yeah, yeah. Erase racism, like it's still yeah. There's you've still built them like you you've you've boxed them yeah, in we, exactly so they can't get out. Mm-hmm. Of like having to deal with like some sort of racist mentality. Yeah, and then like, I guess let's say over policing, for example. Like even if we got rid of racism, yes. this is you know like neighborhoods that are less have less income have more crime statistically. I'm I think so, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I hope it's true, um, which means that they're policed more, which doesn't actually help the cause. But regardless, they're just policed more, and it's like I don't like. Yeah, that probably is a bit racist today. That probably is racially motivated. Yeah. But it's also like, no, I don't know. Well, not. And, and that was. It, it doesn't. It doesn't mean it's entirely. It's just like we've we've created a system where. That was the interesting part of that movie to me, or that was one of the interesting aspects of that movie was like, you had the lead character was a person of color mm-hmm. in the police force, and one of the conflicts that he had with the romantic counterpart yeah. was like. She was like, all cops are terrible. And he was like, well, not all of them. I mean, there are people that are trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. At what point is it like the system is racist and, and, and like you have people who are trying to do the best that they can? Mm-hmm. And at what point is it like the system was racist and people don't really care for it? Sure, there's a lot of racism. Mm-hmm. I think when he uh, came out, quote unquote, uh, to her, when he was like, I'm an undercover cop, he wanted to save her from an attack. Um, but she said like you're one of them. Yeah. And it was like, okay, wow. Um, because we're watching this movie thinking, oh, what a great guy, you know. He's doing, he's like infiltrated yeah, he, the KKK. He's doing like a, an amazing thing. He's trying he's to risking like risking his life. Yeah, Dave. risking his life to bring to bring them down. And then it's like, oh, okay. So that's not how everyone sees it, which totally makes sense. But yeah. Yeah, the, the conflict there was um, well done. Yeah. Spike Lee's a good guy. Props to Spike Lee. <laughs> um, yeah. 
crazy. Isn't it weird how we got here from, what were we talking about, parties? We're talking about parties and then music, and then <laughs> I wanted to talk about the movie anyway, so we kind of just yeah, like we kind of segued. segued. And now we're just talking about racial issues. Yeah, racial issues. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was not supposed to be a heavy episode. Nope. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be parties. Uh, then we watched Black Klansman last night, and everything yeah. went from there. Man, that movie is... Oh, okay. I guess this is this is definitely still okay. I, I want to talk about La La Land a little bit. Okay. I watched this from Club. <laughs> I have not watched Thursday. it. I have heard the soundtrack, and I know Zach. What's his name? Ep... No. Zach Efron. I have no idea who that is. It's, no, it's just Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. The cute Ryan. No. Wait. I, yeah. I thought Ryan it was. Why is it? Who's the, no, I don't think it is. Well, maybe it is. Wait, versus Brian. Wait, Ryan Reynolds versus Ryan Gosling. Okay. Oh, I definitely thought it was Zac Efron. It's definitely not Zac. I can okay. tell you that one for sure. Look up Ryan Gosling. It is working on it right here. Okay, so basically, before the movie, Henry said it's not Ryan. It's the other one? Reynolds. It's not Ryan Reynolds. It's the other attractive one, and I said Ryan Gosling. Yes. I was picturing Zac Efron though. No, it's Ryan Gosling. Um, yeah. Ryan Gosling's a really good actor. And I enjoy him. Yeah, I, I, you don't like him? I don't think he's as attractive as you're making him out to be. He's so hot. Oh, my God. Okay. Look at this. Toby, that man is so hot. Look at, look at Zach Efron, though. Zach Efron's not attractive. He's like oh. he's like 90% plastic. At this okay, point. yeah. So what I'll say is uh, I was wrong. Yeah, thank you. Um, anyways. Efron. So it, it, it was directed by... I don't remember. But La La, La La Land is, you know, is, is there was a huge scandal with Starlight where they accidentally announced La La Land as best picture. Wait, wait, are you talking about the movie or the like... Movie. No, no, are, are you analyzing the movie itself? I'm talking about the whole thing. No, okay, okay, yeah. Starlight was announced, was one best picture, but they announced La La Land, so then there was that racial tension because it was like this white cast had gone up on stage and like said, oh, we won, oh my God, this is so great. It was actually this more... Like it was focused on African American, like there in a struggle that was more unique towards like that storytelling, right? Versus a more generic like just whatever Hollywood movie. But when I was watching La La Land, the other thing is the focus or one of the focal points of La La Land is jazz. And I've seen this before in movies where it was the same thing in uh, in in uh, the movie with the drummer. Whiplash. Whiplash. Um, both of them have the same. The same guy wrote the, the soundtrack to both of those, uh, and you can tell because it's, it's similar. But mm-hmm. it, in in both movies, it's, it's a little bit awkward because you have the, a white lead and usually a white like co lead. Like both of them are usually white, and they're talking about how music. Oh, music is like changed my life. Oh, jazz. You don't understand jazz. Like, but the whole point of like jazz is that it was not really like something that white people were really involved with <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems so uh, misguided, I guess, to put like a white lead in a story that's supposed to be so focused on music that they're not really historically a part of. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know, but I really enjoyed the movie, but it was a little bit awkward. And then it made me think about the controversy that happened at the awards and it was like this is so weird that 
you're getting like a, a movie about white people enjoying a, a music that was mostly not theirs really and then it trumped out an african-american yeah. standing cast. someone who uh well as someone who hasn't seen the movies but has seen that oscar uh like fiasco yeah. quite a few times it's interesting because i believe the cast of moonlight is entirely white and the cast of no 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 uh la la la, oh, la. sorry oh. the cast of moonlight is all black oh i haven't started starlight haven't i but it's, it's moonlight it's moonlight right um, At Moonlight was the winner, not Lala. Yeah, Mo- Moonlight. So Moonlight. Excuse me. Yeah. I was saying Starlight. Um, yeah, Moonlight was the winner, and I'm gonna pull up a picture right here. Look at this. Like this is. Lola Land La 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 is completely like. Oh, it's there was not very, even a single. I can't even think of like a single character. There was, I think, the boyfriend of. One of the lead's sisters or something like that. It was like ridiculous. I don't know. I can't find a picture of the Moonlight cast. Make it, make them wrong. I thought that. Yeah. So here's the Moonlight cast. It, way, way more, more diverse. way more diverse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's interesting. I think they talked about that in seminar as well. Yeah. They brought no, that, that up. That was Besmer brought that up. Besmer did. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Very. It was a. I mean, you know, it wasn't supposed to be a deep deeper meaning there you know like of course that wasn't planned but um well, maybe not. I don't know. no it wasn't actually the reason they announced the wrong one is because they gave him like the best soundtrack oh <laughs> yeah so they gave him the wrong card if you see the video uh it's a man and a woman they get up there and the guy opens the card and he stares at it and he's like not reading out best picture it's weird yeah. and then like the woman grabs it and she's like it's la la land <laughs> And then, yeah, someone from the backstage runs out, and they're like, the winner is Moonlight. The winner is Moonlight, not La La Land. Yeah. So. Um, we're going to hit an hour on this. Holy smokes. Yeah, we Anyways. did not mean to be talking yeah. this long. I guess this is what happens when we have, like, real topics. <laughs> um, note to self. <laughs> note to us. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Let's steer away from. Well, I I, I want to touch on more like more that. So at the end of the, well, yeah, I'll just talk about it for a second. So at the end of the movie, the two main characters who were supposed to be love interests are not together, and then they go back and they show the sequence of like the life that they could have had if they would have been together, but they didn't. And like the girl walks out on the guy, and then at the film club they're like, "What do you guys think?" A lot of people go, "Oh, well, you know, it it didn't really. I mean." It would have been nice to see them together, but they would have had to sacrifice their dreams. And and it was really interesting to me because here I am and I'm listening and I was like, I was like, I, I, I mean, I'm what 18, almost 19. So obviously I have like my world perspective is very small, but I had always understood like love is something that you're willing to sacrifice for. And and I'm not saying that like they would not be able to follow their dreams at all, and that's like wow that's so great but like at what point is it your dream shifts from a materialistic thing to something that you want with someone else okay you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bear with me on this one and okay. i know you're just gonna like roll your eyes when i say this <laughs> however there's an episode of rick and morty uh, and basically uh a device is created where uh a mother and a father uh can view their lives what would have happened if they hadn't had their daughter yeah, so, so. yeah, I think we watched that, right? So, yeah. you know, it's a comedy show. It's supposed to be stupid. A bunch of, you know, fart, <laughs> fart jokes and stuff. 
Um, but basically, the mom becomes a surgeon. She loves her job. She loves everything about it. The dad becomes a famous actor. Yep. And is friends with Johnny Depp and stuff. Like, he is living... <laughs> that, that's I a mean, joke. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole joke is, you know, he's an actor and he's addicted to all these drugs. But at the end of the uh, episode, like, they're watching their lives on their own headsets, like, trying to figure out where, like, what's happening. Like, mm -hmm. wh why are they... I don't know. What are they doing? And basically, at the end of the episode, they end up, like, getting getting back together. And it's like, I wish we hadn't had that abortion. Yeah. Because both of our lives are shit. And it's they like... And they find each other. And I think that, like... I mean, it is Rick and Morty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. That was really powerful. Where it was like... Like, I, I, know, I know you're kind of rolling your eyes here. But, like, that is something that I've, like, actually thought about. It's like, okay. This, like... I don't know. It's a sacrifice. It, it is a sacrifice. And I guess the question is, like... In La La Land, either the girl was going to give up her dream of acting. Yes. Or the guy was going to give up his dream of owning a bar. Is kind of what they were going for. Yes. But if if she would have gone with acting and he would have gone along with her, that doesn't exclude him from owning a bar. It's just like maybe he pushes that off another couple of years. Yeah. And then they have a kid. Um, and the memories look, the fake memories that they were both imagining look yes. like they were like very genuine. And... And although we didn't get to know who the girl, like, actually married, like, we didn't see that backstory, mm -hmm. it seems like, who cares if you don't have a bar if you're following your dream and it's shifted and now, like, you have a kid? And, like, mm -hmm. they seem so happy with that that it's like, yeah, you could buy a bar down the line because she's loaded as an actress and he's always <laughs> a super, yeah. totally talented musician. So it's like, you could always get there at the end, but maybe at some point you have to re-examine your priorities and decide what you actually like want to follow as your dream. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's deep. Man, the party's at Gonzaga. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to watch it again. Um, yeah. yeah. That's interesting stuff. Yeah. It always seems like the path you didn't choose would be better. It's a lot of well, no, it doesn't yeah. seem like that, but but you know what I mean. It's like, and and I, that's that's definitely what they're going for. Is like, at what point do you is the the grass is greener on the other side? Mm -hmm. But um, I don't, I I just thought that the, the claims that the people were making at film club were not the right claims. Like to be like, well, they shouldn't have ended up together because they couldn't have followed their dreams. I don't think that was what the director yeah. was going for. I think the director was going more for, you'll never know what you could have had. Yeah. That was like that was the point. More well, than it, to be fair, it does go both ways. If you follow your dreams, it's like you never know what could have happened in that relationship. But if yeah. you go in that relationship, it's you like you never know if you could. I could have been, you know, world's greatest, greatest musician, musician, and the best actor. You know what I mean? But that like, also that's not. But but the point I'm making is like at that point, that's not necessarily what you're dreaming of exactly anymore. Exactly. I think you're comment about like materialistic dreams versus just like love yeah i i thought i don't know um maybe i'll give it a watch i think my mom's tried to yeah, I, 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 yeah. I enjoyed the soundtrack um really good soundtrack yeah my mom loves putting it on um i it, it's the type of music that makes me want to relearn how to play piano <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i want to watch it again but i want to watch it with someone that like someone that i can actually like sit down and like 
talk about it with versus at film club you know sometimes it's like there's 30 people in the room and you're like oh, i don't really want to say anything mm-hmm. yep uh, i don't know there's a guy in our dorm that really likes punk la la land have you heard that on the piano ethan no. dude mm-hmm. he gets on there and i've heard it so many times it's just find the main theme oh, really good oh, pianist oh, though that's oh yes oh see you stars uh, no no not that one not like the one you may be thinking of a star is born you did this to me earlier really yes because i was like i'm gonna go watch la la land and you're like the one with lady gaga <laughs> i was like no <laughs> so that wasn't me um yes it was i i almost guarantee it Oh maybe he, oh maybe it's just the beginning like the da na 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 yeah city of stars okay yeah we're gonna save the karaoke for another time um, yes um anything else I I mean I don't know I just feel kind of bad we haven't uploaded in two weeks oh yeah we were talking yeah about this okay bit. yeah um, we're gonna make a big excuse here um it's gonna cost us five bucks a month. <laughs> to continue this podcast <laughs> we did not foresee this yeah and also it's five bucks a month uh for students only so we have to create a new account with our student emails it's it's kind of a process uh yeah let's let's put it in perspective we set up an account spodcast right yes and then spodcast was taken on spotify yep. and we were like oh shit so we went through and made a new account. 203 and Company. 203 and Company. That's probably what you're listening to us right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we uploaded our first episode. It was a hit. I mean, what, we got like 13 listeners. Oh, I think it was 14 last we checked. Yeah, you know. Probably, probably more. Now that we're checking, now that we're checking. But whatever. Yeah. And then um, and then we went to upload last week's episode. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah, you got to pay to do this. And that kind of pissed me off a little bit. Um, we were talking about fight the man mentality in the seminar. I don't know if you guys did, <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm not really a fight the man mentality. And then, uh, and then I was like, fuck this. I'm not paying them. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That's, that's not a fight the man. That's just like succumb to the man. Well, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to pay them. I'll just like make a different email account and upload each episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Fight the man. Jeez. Um, Toby, Toby, Toby folded a little bit easier than that. He was like, let's just pay the $5. <laughs> yeah. I think it was more like a, I'll pay the $5. Just crazy. <laughs> we'll split it. Um, yeah, you still owe me for groceries, which I haven't been paid back for. So uh, you owe me for the donuts that we bought, but that's a little yeah. bit less. I'm at a net loss right now. Yeah, Toby's like uh, thirty bucks in the hole. Anyways, um, yeah, so brand new account coming. It's podcast two hundred three and company will continue. Yeah, it, so you can still email two hundred three and company at gmail.com. Yes, that is still our email. The email on the back side is going to be one of our. EDU emails because yes. it, it gets it like half off I think is what it was um, and then it should upload reg- regular like everything should still be on the same podcast obviously this is weird because we're talking about the backside and you guys are going to know if it's not working on the front side <laughs> <laughs> um, we're like the IT people yeah but we haven't really done this before so it's kind of a pain like yeah. when I for example we recorded the first episode in the wrong audio file type, and I had to get a converter to get oh, really? it to MP3. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's a process. Uh, it's a learning experience. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Sponsorships, are, it's been a little harder than we thought to secure some sponsorships. I mean, we've got Manscaped. We've got Quaker Oats. Oh, 
anti RA. Rubby gone. RA be gone. Rubby gone. Carhartt, if you want to sponsor us, we will accept your okay. sponsorship. We need to end this. Um, <laughs> final comment. It is currently 427 in Spokane, and the sun has set, and it is getting dark out here. Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about that. And it's only November 6th. <laughs> uh, this is... God, it's going to be a dark birthday for me this year. Oh, <laughs> man. And it's daylight savings. That means yeah, it is it's darker in the evening. That's why it's so dark. Anyway, okay. Um, before we leave, let's go. IT's working on something. IT's working on it. I don't know what they're doing back there. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. Another week of 23 and Company. Two or three. Two or three and company. Oops, I don't think I stopped it. <laughs> Technical difficulties.